Because I'm an idiot. Here we go. <laughs> Take two of the intro. I'm sorry. I was trying to be funny. Nope. Do it. And live from the city of destruction, it's the Far Out Podcast with your host, Todd Perry. I am the host. Buck Perez. Arata. And I'm your announcer, Elliot. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. Buck Perez is in the house. How are we doing, Todd? Uh, my name is Todd Perry, and we got Elliot. I'm drinking. Elliot, uh, the announcer on the Elliot, show. Hey, Elliot, I'm drinking Dagan. Mm. Yeah, it's a good nickname. Yeah. On today's show, oh. we're going to talk about a massive civil disturbance that's coming to my sleepy suburban Los Angeles town. And then also we have some clips from My Strange Addiction. We've done this a couple times before on the show, and it's always great. We're going to break down the game film on that. But before we get into that, a while back on the show, uh, listener Colin wrote in saying that he had a Secret Santa gift delivered. uh, a A Secret Santa gift was delivered to his girlfriend. Right. And it came with, like, lingerie... Like the lollipop she liked, like silk stockings, and it was this really sexy gift. And he was saying, man, this guy really knows my girl. What should I do about it? How do I figure out who's you know, sending this stuff? And we debated it on the show. We were trying to figure out, come to some kind of solution for Colin. He writes in and he says, you know, he's, he's come to uh, an understanding about the situation. And he writes in and says, breaking news. My wife's lady friends came over for some drinks and games. And they fessed up to giving the gifts. Sorry for the letdown of no secret Santa stalker. I wish there was a juicier story to tell. Colin. That's it? That's it. No juice. That's uh, that's a nice end to that story, I would say. It's a nice end, but here's here's what Colin should have said. Now, here's what we did with the lace stockings. Or... Here's what I did with my wife and her friends who were pulling this shit on her. That's right. Yeah, I would have been like, so you're the admirer? You know, I'll, yeah, all starts from there, you know? You can play a little Idris Muhammad Lorem's dance right there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, and, and so then he could have really parlayed this into something really nasty out in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He's, give, he's passing up an opportunity as far as I'm concerned. Because the winter months in Sioux Falls, there's not a lot to do. Mm, yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to go out to that little pizza shop attached to the gas station? No, you're going to have it delivered. You're going to drive into town to go to the Chili's? Or you're going to put on some sexy music. And you're going to get something happening between your wife and, the, and her lady friends. I'll go with C. Yes. Get something going. Yes. Colin, you just missed out on the first Sioux Falls ever threesome. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened, but it's probably involved farm animals. Wow. Right there. I know. Wow. I'm, I know. I just pissed off everyone in the state. <laughs> Fuck it. And then Colin Eat writes, it, South Dakota. And then Colin uh, is making some attempts to write some far-out humor, which these sound like Elliot jokes that he would write for the show, actually, and say, this message is sponsored by Copenhagen Dippin' Dots. Copenhagen... Oh, Copenhagen... <laughs> do you want me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, let me, uh, let me give a... Give me, let me give a whack at this. Um, this message is sponsored by Copenhagen Dippin' Dots. Copenhagen Dippin' Dots, the dip of the future. 
Wow! Wow! Nice. I bet Buck. I bet. I bet if we gave Buck twenty shots at that, it would never happen. <laughs> Give it to me. This is why Buck is not the announcer on the show. Let's see. <laughs> Here we go. And where is it? Where am I looking? The very top. Yeah. This message is. <laughs> 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 this message is. This message is sponsored by Copenhagen Dippin' Dots. Copenhagen Dippin' Dots, the dip of the future. Thank you. You kind of ended kind of up on that. <laughs> the dip of the future. <laughs> that, was, that was very Colin Farrell of me right there. That's the, the dip of the future. That's the dip of the future. What <laughs> you want? When you're dipping in Copenhagen, have the dip of the future, not the dip of the past. Ring-a-ding-ding. Yeah. Ding-dong. Felt like uh, Bill Murray right there, lost in translation. <laughs> Felt weird. Santori time. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. <laughs> Santori times. What? So I feel like there's been something that uh, anything like maybe I just call it big toilet paper. You know, have you you have big oil, you have big pharma, right. mm-hmm. you uh, you have all these big companies, these big uh, you know mega Galapagos monopolies that you know interfere on our daily lives. Uh, I, I feel like a new things happen, and, and they're trying to make baby wipes for adults happen. Like the other day, I saw a Con- Continental fresh wipes. <laughs> commercial on the other day and basically they're advocating that first you use a dry toilet paper mm-hmm. and then you use a wet cotton now like wet wipe like mm-hmm. something you use on a baby on mm-hmm. your bottom and then you go dry and that's it so it's dry wet dry is what they're saying in their ads and then also you see these these things for the, that's what you're supposed to do well that's what they're, they're advocating on the commercials and then also you see these things for uh, the one wipe charlie ads where they're trying to sell wet wipes to dudes so that guys will use a wet wipe on their ass instead of dry toilet paper. Wow. And like to me the moment I've, I'd ever have to go so far as to use like a baby wipe because uh my grandmother God bless her soul passed away in 2011 and we, when we went to all of her belongings that she had in her house she had a lot of baby wipes <laughs> and so we took some for the house for some reason okay <laughs> so we have some baby wipes above our toilet from 2011 still there still there and but the the, the thing is they're still moist it's 2014 oh those are good baby wipes how do they do it you used them the other day or what, what? science no but i only go to the wet wipe when things have gone really broken arrow, mm. like when I've gone through at least like 85 cents worth of regular toilet paper <laughs> and there's just still some stuff there and like I'm starting to get raw and then I go to the baby wipe, but only as a, a last solution. I'd only touch the baby wipe and really when I was like, do I want to get out of here in 10 minutes or am I going to take a shower? <laughs> it's the only reason I'd hit the baby wipe. And now they're trying to make baby wipes happen just for your everyday shitter use. And I want to make a stop at that now as somebody on Team Dry that I will not be a part of Team Wet. Uh, I'm going to go the <laughs> other way. What? I'm a hairy man. Oh. I gotta clean up. Ba- I gotta clean up back there. You, you got some business to do back there. I got to. I gotta. I yeah. gotta. I gotta clean up some hair back there on an average basis. I'm gonna let everyone know. <laughs> so it's like okay. the old Adam Carolla line: like wiping is getting peanut butter out of shag carpeting. Yes. Oh, very much. Very much. Oh. So uh, a good wet wipe is uh, happily. Uh, that's that's a happy thing to have in the like and the a bathroom. But bidet sounds like a, a good prospect. I have not tried the bidet. That sounds like a goddamn mess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it seems like I'd electrocute myself. I was at a a, a guy who listens to the show who's uh, probably people who know a guy named Dune. Who does mm-hmm. Dune Reads Goosebumps? I was at his place in San Diego, and he had a bidet. I didn't touch it. 
Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't go to try to because you know what? I don't get to get. A, I don't want to get accustomed to it. Then come back here to my old Neanderthal ways of wiping with the dry toilet paper. I had a chance to use one, and before I put my ass down and did it, I wanted to see how the water would squirt out. And it basically, like, it was this little hose thing that came out. It was a very high tech one. It looked like Japanese, and it came out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this? It's like that South Park episode where everyone drives the thing that goes fucking thousand miles per hour but it has to go in like every orifice oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know i'm just like what what the fuck that thing what i'm not sitting down on that shit yeah. now did the thing have like a so, w- so was, I, I crap standing up i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> now did the thing it have on it was the the angle of the hose of the bidet that because i'm sure not everybody's butthole right. lines up the same so you'd want to kind of adjust it kind of like those microphones oh. like if you go to like a city hall meeting and they have the microphones on that that kind, you know, you know what I'm saying. That yeah. those adjustable, like they almost like it. these mic arm stands. Like you'd have to have one of those just to hit it right. Because if it's just knocking off my left cheek, it's not getting the business done. Hmm. And then I'm half hanging off the bidet. I'm crouching. I'm getting to a horse stance. I'm yeah. feeling a burn in my thighs. It just seems way too elaborate. When I can take a couple squares of toilet paper, and I'm good at it now because I've been wiping myself since I was six years old. I think maybe it turns into a game at some point. Like you're saying, you have to move and kind of. Kind of like hit the clown's mouth right in the middle. You know what I'm saying? saying? It's kind of like that game. I think I stumbled onto a great idea. What if it was adjustable like a car seat? You know, you got some knobs on the side that like pushes it left or right, up and down. Mm -hmm. Should they have that in Japan? (laughs) Well, I'm sure in Japan it just tracks automatically. But I feel like this tide of change with the wet wipe, it's just going to be everywhere. And all it's going to do is cost me more money. And the problem with the wet wipe thing is, like, after I'm done with it, like, I just, I just feel wet and soapy in my bottom, and that's way worse than having poop on there. Mm. I don't know about that. Buck, have you ever used a wet wipe at all? It seems no. to me like you've never even done that. No, I, I barely started wiping. But what happened? <laughs> so the wet wipe seems like a weird but, thing. But when, <laughs> when you're taking a dump and it goes totally huh? broken arrow on yeah. you, and you know you're going to be there all day, or it's going to hurt, or you for some reason you just can't <laughs> it get burns. it. burns! For some reason burn. you just can't get it done. Like, I've, yeah. I've opted to, you know, wetting, wetting the, uh, the toilet paper Where in the d- sink, and then doing <sighs> that. Oh, my. Yeah, that sounds like a production. Oh I'd rather use a wet wipe if I'm going to have to fucking do all that. So maybe the wet wipe is the way to go. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe maybe I just logicked myself. <laughs> I can change. I can change with times, but it's it's a price thing. I still don't know when I go to buy toilet paper what brand I'm into. Or I look and it's like, okay, you've got twelve of these and they're really thick and that's eleven bucks. Or I can get eight and they're less thick for six bucks. What if I buy two of those? Well, I heard you have a triple ply you keep for yourself, sir. Well, we have had a triple ply before when I you know when I was financially feeling really good, you know, then I, I did that for my friends. Uh, I did offer some triple ply to, uh, I believe, Buck and Mark Chambers one time, and they're very happy about it. Well, it worked out fine for me. Was See, it just, just a sample? No, I, I let them use as much as they like. Right. Take, yeah. take, take as you he want. He wasn't like Sheryl Crow telling me like one square. <laughs> I, was, I was doing it up. And then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Maybe, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not doing the one white Charlie until it becomes a point to where people come to my house and they think that I'm a total savage because I only have dry toilet paper. And then people are like, oh, he's a dry man. <laughs> oh, like, oh, what, what mountain did he just fucking come off of? Hmm. All right, fuck it. 
Want to liven up your next late-night soiree? Why not gather your favorite group of friends, dim the lights, and listen to some real comedy that's too raunchy for the daylight hours? It's the Far Out Party Album! Gather round the hi-fi, pour some highballs, and laugh at the body humor of colored funnymen Todd Perry and Buck Perez. Ever the master of ethnic jokes, Buck Perez tells it like it is. Why don't Polacks have ice cubes? Because the lady with the recipe died. <laughs> Why did God have been whiskey? So the Irish ruled the world. <laughs> what do you call a blind German? A Nazi? Flip to side B and hear Todd Perry's late night comedy routine blue enough to make a sailor blush. I dig a little 68. You do me, then I'll you one. <laughs> the definition of indecent? When it's in long, and it's in hard, and it's in deep, it's indecent. <laughs> By becoming a ventriloquist. That's the Far Out Party album. Sure to break the ice at your next shindig. Coming soon in stereo from Far Out Records. are pissed. God hates the world, God hates the world is uh, and other people that means you everyone and other people that means you so if you don't know this is uh, a horrible group of people called the Westboro Baptist Church now they're known as the, they're the group that goes out and protests like uh, soldiers funerals because and they say they use the fag word, but I'm not going to say that on the show. Fudge, yeah, uh, figs. I'm going to say they're, they're the people known for the big signs that say God hates figs, standing outside of the uh, military funerals because they believe that people who die serving our country do so serving a, a fig loving country, and therefore God wants to smite everybody. They protest Jewish synagogues. Um, they burn the American flag in, in, in protest, wow. and uh, they always say, thank God for 9-11. It's the Westboro Baptist Church, and they're, they're horrible people. All because of figs. Well, not, not figs, with an A. Oh. 
And so what happens is the Academy Awards are coming, and so they, they, they obviously hate Hollywood and all that. Mm. So they decided that there was one city that they labeled the city of destruction that they're going to come and protest. And of all places in L.A. County, they're protesting the Academy Awards and spending two days mm. protesting in nowhere else but Lakewood, California, the city where I live. For real. Well, it's the city of tomorrow today. As they say, we are the city of tomorrow today. We're, we're known as um, uh, times change, but values don't. <laughs> I live in a sleepy suburb, 30 minutes from like downtown L.A., you know, uh, 15 minutes from downtown Long Beach. And it's a very quiet community where it's like families and old people. And it's a nice place where you can buy a house and it's safe and there's no crime. And, yeah. you know, it's a nice place where you can get a little house to make some podcasts in your garage. Nice place to walk drunk to 7-Eleven. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's right there. Most so, importantly, that's all you need. But the Westboro Baptist Church has labeled us the city of destruction for some stupid reason. Nice. And they're coming to protest four churches on March the 2nd. For, and the uh, Lakewood High School right up the street from my house where I walk my dog all the time. So they said they're coming to St. Timothy Lutheran Church in Lakewood on March 2nd. And they're going to picket the dog kennel masquerading as St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in, wow. in religious protest and warning. These people. These filthy Lutheran preachers pervert the scriptures to allow women preachers, divorce, remarriage, and sodomy. 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 They're going to the Lakewood First United Methodist Church uh, right after that. (laughs) These people have some serious issues. And then he's, they, they're mad at the uh, Lakewood Baptist Church, which they're going to at 10.05 that morning. <laughs> and then they're going to a Catholic church in Lakewood. They're going to every church in Lakewood. Now, we are a small sliver of a city, and they're taking us over. And then they're protesting the Academy Awards at night and in the morning. Where are they going? Where are they going? And this is their press release. Westboro Baptist Church to picket the lawless and disobedient bastards of Lakewood High School. Nice. (laughs) Right up the street from my house. This generation of two-legged AIDS pustules trolling about America's high schools and looking to hook up with hapless scrotes is epitomized in Lakewood High School. Wow. Every filthy sex practice and the soul-damning lies that coddle the basest of human depravity. And so they're coming down... And and they're going to give them a heaping dose of the God hates figs, and because they're the only hope for a soul dwelling in the city of destruction, named Lakewood, California. Now, what the hell am I supposed to do? How do we kick these bastards out? And how do I work with them? What do I do? Um. So you could always walk up with a sign that says the Westboro Baptist Church loves figs. Okay. And just like hang out with them. Okay. Just like a big sign. Yeah, cause, but they don't love figs. They hate figs. Um, God hates figs, yeah, is in their, in their words. Uh, we, but if you have the sign hanging out with them. It's ironic. Oh, so you know, I, I go and I try to make good, and then I infiltrate and try to change them? Well, I wouldn't even say that. I would just say hang out with them and have like two different signs, obviously, and everyone's going to be confused. Oh, okay, so just stand with them <laughs> with a, a different message. Now, uh, uh, I was asking, so I asked a homosexual friend of mine at work, and I said, uh, you know, they're protesting the Oscars. And he said, I understand that. <laughs> I go, why? He goes, it always runs too long. <laughs> nice. I thought that, that was pretty good. So I thought maybe I'm going to go down there with a sound recorder and try to get some interviews. 
No. You know, and I'm going to use my Howard Stern show like badge I have from way back in the day from the KLSX days, maybe get some good audio and so we can maybe sort out the Westboro Baptist Church and we can play it on this show. Oh, um, do they really like Howard Stern? Is that something they're really into? Well, they're on Howard Stern show sometimes, and they've been on like the Adam Carolla show. Oh. So if I kind of use my old school CBS cred, maybe I can do that. Nice, nice, nice. They're going to Lakewood High School because they saw this depravity and all this sexual hooking up is happening and all that. And I thought, what? I'm missing out. I got to hang around campus more often and right, see what's, what's happening. Yeah, all this, all this great debauchery is happening in my neighborhood, and I don't know about it. Well, it's the undercurrent of the times, I guess. You know, Those these... are the kids that asked you for booze, and oh. you refused to give it to them. Oh. That's right. So oh. maybe I stand with the Westboro Baptist. Right. Oh, it's happening. Yes. You just don't know it, man. <laughs> now, Buck, what would you do? As far as what? Protesting? Like, if people came to San Pedro, they came to your neighborhood, these... The surliest town. That's yeah. what we were voted. <laughs> the surliest town. You yeah. are the surliest town. Yes, and we took pride in it and made a shirt out of it with Popeye on it. That's what we do. <laughs> That's how Pedro rolls. Blow me down. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. But, uh, but you don't want these bastards nah, in your community. They're, they're making me pissed off just talking about this. You know, maybe maybe we Bieber them. Eggs? Yeah, throw eggs at them. Oh. That, that's a new term I'm throwing out there. Oh, that's Biebering is egg. Yeah, I'm going to Beaver your ass. No, I, I that was totally just wondering what the hell it was. <laughs> I, thought I thought you, I was going to have to go out there and start dancing seductively. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to show up without a shirt. You were going to have your jeans like down well, so everyone saw your underwear, usually, order a coffee, how, and yell at people. <laughs> that's usually how I roll. But. I think what I need to do is like, grab a dude and don't make out with him, but do that thing where you put the hand in, in between. You know, your, your mouth and the other guy's mouth pretend like we're making out okay. just to, like, upset them. Yeah. Or maybe get some of the gayest guys I know, like, uh, Elliot, your, your, your girlfriend's cousin, Phil, right? He's not that gay. I mean, he's he, not, like, you know, he's, he's not wearing... He's pretty gay. You know. He's gay, but he's not wearing, like, leather straps and stuff. I think you should get some of those guys. And just get out there, like, the bull whips. Maybe I can go out there in some leather gear and a bull whip and just start twirling around. Yeah. Yeah, get the, get the parade types in, uh, from Long Beach's parade. I could. Al- I mean, I could always dress as Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's what I did in high school. Mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to be there, and I'm going to get some audio, and we're going to get to the bottom of this because I don't want this these bastards fucking with my town. I'm, I, you know, I was never a big fan of living here. I lived here for <laughs> financial reasons because <laughs> I could buy a house here, but. But it's your town. This but is now your turf. I want to defend yeah. my turf. Now it's like now you don't cross me. Now it's on. Yeah, it's on. Now I'm I'm uh I'm the rock walking around with a big piece of wood. I'm rocking tall. Now it's time for uh, a bit we've done on the show a few times. It's a show called My Strange Addiction, which is on the Learning Channel, and uh, that's basically a show where people have, who have some of the most bizarre addictions share them on the show. And uh, usually when I do this, I'd, I'd say. Elliot Buck, do you have any strange addictions? But we've we've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I have had one before we get into the clips. I have had one weird one creeping in that I need to get away from. All right, what is that? And that's uh, I I used to talk about it on Low Budget FM. We used to do Camel Snus on the show, which yeah, yeah, yeah. these little packets of like kind of mint flavored tobacco that you put in your your lip. Yeah, it's um, like skull kind of, but in like a pre-packaged form yeah and it's like a camel snows and you put it in your jaw and you suck on it and this has become a thing at the advertising agency i work at 
And some of the guys will joke around and will say, oh, it's Thursday, it's Snooze Thursday, and we'll have a snooze. And then it became, it's Monday, it's Snooze Monday, and we'll have a snooze. And like a bunch of guys in the office, like literally pass around snooze. Mm. And so now I'm like, I need to get off this shit because I don't want to get addicted to snooze. Right. That's just rough. I tried it. I got a, I, I got a coupon for one free one about a pack of smokes. And that shit was rough. Yeah. And now I've become used to it. And, like, I, I, I used to smoke a pack a day, and I don't want to get back into, like, a heavy nicotine addiction. So I'm like, oh, maybe I, uh, maybe I should not do that anymore. But, but then I feel like my addictions aren't shit compared to the people on this show. So let's get into it. Here. You're a lightweight. Well, yeah, you're not putting snooze up your ass. Wait. Yeah. Wait, is that what you, is that the office? Happening. Yeah. <laughs> snooze suppositories? <laughs> My name is Danielle. I am 33 years old. I live in San Antonio, Texas, and I am addicted to vapor rub. Huh? I'll use all kinds of vapor rubs. The inhaler, the patches, the candles, but the rub is my favorite. Oof. Danielle has been addicted to vapor rub for over 20 years. It started innocently as a child when she had a cold. Now, have you guys used huh. vapor rub for anything? Yeah, it's a shit you put on your chest, right? Yeah, you rub it on your chest, or it has that little inhaler you shove up your nose, Ugh. and it's like it's like smoking a menthol through your nose. Mm. And people, I, when I used to go to raves, it works very well with ecstasy, because people would put, you know, like the little uh, painter's masks you put over your mouth, sure. and they'd rub uh, vapor rub in there, and when you're on ecstasy and you breathe that, you breathe it and you can feel the shit in your toes. <laughs> and so it was an amazing thing. Now, this chick is just doing it normally every day. I am a big fan of obviously vapor rub. I am a menthol like fucking addict. I smoke menthol cigarettes. Wow. I had a can of a uh, little jar like old vapor rub. I didn't like use it though. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've you used just had it. lying around. I just had it here and there. Mm. To me, it was always like ghetto medical advice, like to use vapor rub. Like it was always like the the hood cure for instead of going to a doctor if you had bronchitis, like oh, just rub a little vapor rub on your chest, like that, that that'll be fine. Yeah, the the rubbing it on your chest thing just is gross because it's just va- Vaseline with, like, menthol. Yeah, it's basically men- menthol Vaseline. I remember the first time I put it on my chest because I was sick, and it just smelled so good to me. I wanted to taste it, and oh, it just wow. went on from there. Now, Danielle can't go more than 30 minutes without a fix oh, and spends oh. up to $350 a month to satisfy oh, her cravings. But sniffing inhalers isn't the only way Danielle satisfies her addiction. Oh, no. Just get a scoop, put it in the back of my tongue. It's oh. hot, and oh. then it turns cold, and it, it keeps going back and forth. I like to feel it melt in the back of my throat. Oh. It's so relaxing. Ugh. Danielle is so... I, I'd imagine you'd, you'd like cough that up. Oh. Imagine, okay, think about it this way. Oh. If you're eating it, you got to dump it, right? Oh, oh, that's got to slide straight out. <laughs> oh, it's got to be, actually, it's got to be kind of soothing. It's the expressway. Minty? Like, <laughs> yeah, if you think, okay, okay, think about it this way. If you eat like some really heavy habanero buffalo wings, sure. it burns going out. Vapor rub, it's like passing an ice cube. Oh, did you just come up with the greatest cure ever? Yeah, I, I feel like, <laughs> here's the deal. You eat some buffalo wings, and then you chase it. With a big glob of vapor rub. Wow. Listeners, comment. Try it. Comment. Let us know how it goes. Let us know. First of all, don't accept any medical <laughs> advice on the Farrell podcast. Yeah, you're Dr. Todd. She even needs vapor rub in her morning tea. 
Oh. I usually coat the bag with a little bit of the vapor rub. Oh. I'll do a full teaspoon. It kind of coats your throat and it stays there. Oh. She's teabagging this shit. That's <laughs> horrible. Now, I feel that after the passage of Obamacare, people that would normally use VapoRub to cure everything are now getting actual health insurance. So, like, the VIX people need to put some kind of addicted sub, uh, addictive substance in it so that people use it more. Hmm. That's awesome. All right. Let's see what else we got here. 22-year-old Keisha of Queens, New York, has a strange addiction. Hmm. Dirty diapers. Oh. She loves them. What the it has to have fuck? pee in it. Has to have pee in it. Uh-huh. She sniffs them. <laughs> she nibbles at them. Uh-huh. She even keeps them in her dresser. It's getting worse. Her fiance has found dirty diapers stuffed into mugs. What's Keisha's reply is simply, "Just wash it." Keisha gets her fix from friends and strangers, and her addiction is so great she will even go into the trash to score. To score? Yeah, so she'll score other people's... But that's bad because you're checking for poopies or urinies, right? You're like, oh, poop, no. Oh, yeah, that was just a... What's with the crazy clown music? Well, that's kind of a clowny activity. Wait, she's getting them for her friends, you guys. These people are supporting her habit. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're supporting her habit. It's horrible. The, 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 the enablers. Yeah. You find everybody with an addiction that has gone way too far, and you'll always find people supporting them, not judging them, that they keep in their life. Hmm. So you really got to manipulate people. I mean, are they subsidizing their income to her? Being like, yo, uh, I got this Pissfield diaper. $20. <laughs> well, wouldn't you just eventually buy some Depends and pee in them yourself? I, I'd go entrepreneur with that shit, right. Oh, nah, you, nah. you have a demand for this? I'll supply. That's right. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the supplier. No, no, no. She wants the fresh shit. She wants the young blood. <laughs> she wants baby urine, right? <laughs> she wants the good stuff. She differentiates. <laughs> yeah. well, she's got to, or else she'd just be, you know, getting high off her own supply. <laughs> All right, we got two more here. My name is Mark. I'm 20 years old, and I'm in a relationship with 15 inflatable animals. What? Say what? My inflatables are the funnest creatures I have to hang out with in my life. So he's got these big inflatable animals. You know, like you see these, uh, like a, a big inflatable giraffe or a big whale. And that, you know, maybe like pool some, toys. Yeah, pool toys. Okay. But like something you'd win at a, a carnival or something you'd buy at the uh, local pool store. Does he have a rust banana? <laughs> he should. He, I'm sure he'd enjoy it. awesome. I'll eat with them. Wait, you want my food? You got your own. Watch TV together. Be fine. I'll find a show you like. If I bathe my inflatables, for sure. If I do take my inflatables out swimming. Mark's addiction to inflatables began six years ago when he purchased a whale for his pool. I can get behind that. Has anyone noticed there's an inflatable penguin right above Todd's head? Yes, there is. What oh. the fuck is that about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can get into the start. it. start. Yeah, exactly. All right, there is an inflatable penguin in the garage, but there's a good reason for that. So right above my head, right where I do the show from, there's a what, a two foot tall inflatable penguin hanging from the roof. Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you went on the haunted mansion ride in Disneyland and that that guy hanging. Oh yeah. There's an inflatable penguin now. Uh, when the people who bought who owned this house before me bought it in 2002 and then sold it to me in 2009, this inflatable penguin was in there. Was that a demand of yours? 
Yeah, no. So the guy, <laughs> no, I demanded some other stuff, which was completely stupid. But the guy said that when he bought the house, that was inflatable stuck up there, so he kept it up there. And now the thing is still inflated, and it's been inflated for at least twelve years. Oh, that's really impressive. Yeah. So the thing hasn't even lost any air. So the the funny thing is, you just mentioned that. I haven't thought about that in five years that I've owned the house. Nice. But yeah, maybe we'll, we'll throw a picture of that up on the website. Since then, the 20-year-old college student has added 14 animals to his inflatable family and even prefers them over people. The thing about inflatable pool toys I love is that they're soft, they're cuddly. The bigger they are, the better they are. Oh. Kind of means there's more they to last love. Longer. He likes BBW inflatables. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not going to say I've ever saw this, but there is attractive uh, videos on the internet of, of uh, attractive girls grinding on inflatables. It's really nice to have somebody to talk to. Let's move on. Mark first turned to inflatables for love and affection when he was 14 years old. Whoa. My mother really wasn't there for me oh. when I was a child. Mm. It's getting dark. The first time I hugged my inflatable whale, I actually started feeling all that love and compassion that I never got from my mother. Well, they say orcas definitely have a uh, sonar. Yeah, you're into this. Uh, I'm I, like this is where I'm kind of you, you sympathize with them. Uh, yes, I, uh, I I would maybe like to have a big inflatable orky or corky from Marineland in the, the 70s and 80s when times get tough. You know, and my wife isn't always that attentive to my needs emotionally. Yeah, emotionally, and I feel feel that maybe I could blow one of these bastards up. Blow him, <laughs> and I could lay on this couch right here, and just we could just hold each other. <clears throat> Maybe I could get close to the blowhole. Oh my god! Now he's so dependent on his inflatables, he can't be separated from them for more than a day. When I'm at school, I start missing them, and it's almost like if I'm going a little bit crazy. <laughs> well, it's like uh, my. How about bu- you going a hell of a lot of crazy, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> That dude's nuts. Sorry, Tyler. Well, say I got a I got a friend, John Norton. Uh, uh, I did the Brian Whitman podcast with, and he had his emotional comfort animal that he would bring on him on a plane. Right. And so when John would fly places, he actually had paperwork from his psychologist saying <laughs> that he needed to bring his dog with him on the plane. <laughs> now I'm saying the emotional support inflatable. Like, uh, it could get pervy, and you could have the inflatable <laughs> blow up like chicked up. Yeah, Finally, he doesn't have one of those. He has like weird animals. Yeah, well, it's not sex. What would be weirder? Him having the big ass whale that he sleeps with and lays with, or whether it was a woman with those weird lips that you can put your wiener into. I say the whale, but I know what you're going to say, Elliot. Um, you know, I can't even. Pick the middle of the line on that one. I'm I'm so drawn on like which one's weirder. Yeah. Okay. You know I you know I wish I was wired that way. Many times when people have these weird addictions, I wish I was wired that way because it's such an easier place to go for emotional comfort than dealing with the uh, you know the wily ways of the human. You know because you know people are unpredictable. But your blow up doll, as long as you keep it inflated, it's always there for you. All right. Fine. No, no one's. No, well, I have my teddy, you know. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got our last one here. My name is Robert. I'm 23. I live with my fiance, and I'm addicted to eating plastic bags. He's country, brother. He would be outlawed here in California. Oh, that's right. 
fucking ten cents every bag. Oh yeah, they they have the 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 laws now in California because the bags make their way to the ocean, yes. and they've had a whole bunch of sperm whales. Oh my whale thing coming yeah, up again. What the hell? <laughs> they've had a bunch of whales die because the plastic bags go to the ocean, and the whales' stomachs get lined, and then they can't get nourishment or nutrients. So then you have these this wonderful species dies because of our plastic bags. Whatever, Greenpeace. <laughs> Eat the paper, paper bags. Plastic, plastic. My favorite bags are the, the bags off the newspaper. Wow. I've I seen off my day by disgusting. eating a whole bag. The first taste of that plastic in the morning is the best part of my day. The plastic eating bangs a little weird. This is woman. I've noticed over years that each color plastic has its own different taste and texture. Of course. Here's my favorite because... I would suggest listeners go out and uh, actually view these clips because it's amazing. He is like Kobayashi. He's like Kobayashi on these bags. He like hounds them and like in seconds they're gone. Yeah. This is his sushi, it sounds like. He loves the texture, the taste, everything. Imagine passing. It's different to him. I'm, I'm, me, it always just goes into digestion. I'm like an old Jewish woman. Yeah. Like, how are you passing that? Like, I'm, I'm sure his septic tank is just completely <laughs> rot. And then how does your body process nutrients when it's all plastic bags in there? Just like the whales. Well, they don't. They die. Exactly. This guy's going to beat himself on land. <laughs> it's chewing. It's malleable. And it's just delicious. Heaven. And now, see, I can get with this in in a certain way. And again, I wish I had this issue. Because like the other night, I go out with my wife. We go out for Peruvian food for Valentine's Day. And I spent 18 bucks a plate for some, you know, Lomo Saltado, right? Right. Mm. Great food. But a plastic bag, 10 cents, right? Well, one-time use plastic bags are banned, so no. Okay. Well, I still have, I keep mine. You keep you got all the old reserves. No, because because I got that blue collar gene where I save hot sauces, like when you go out to Taco Bell, and then they give you a couple extra hot sauces you don't use them. Like I have that hot sauce drawer, and like the bag drawer, and then I also have the you know the excess rubber bands. I also have all of that because I'm Scottish and my family raised me to do such things. Yeah, we've got the cheap saver <laughs> thing. That guy, I, uh, could, that guy could come over to my house, and I'd be like, "I got Ralph's 2002 vintage." I'd be like, "What do you want? You want one of the? You want the black kind that are like a little bit thicker? Do you want those little cheap, like flimsy ones that are white? You want the? Do you want the brown bag? It's really like gonna wear out. You want to have a complete fucking orgy with with these 40 <laughs> gallon bags I got at Home Depot the other day for my lawn leaves? Oh. oh yeah. But I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. I think Buck Perez. Oh, thank you. The Master Elliot. Okay. Find us on Facebook at Far Out Podcast at Todd A. Perry. Fuck you, don't use your Twitter. Fuck it. In Facebook, uh, let's get those Facebook numbers up. Uh, we put out our information, every show that drops and everything, we put it out on Facebook. And uh, this is Todd Perry saying, Akbaka Baka Chaka.
Yeah, 